0: Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show,
1: a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's
0: retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom,
1: Ann, a.k.a. The Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy.
0: Hi everyone. We are bringing you another episode of Recharge the Soul, and I'm here with my co-host. Hi, everybody. This is Bailey, the other the other half. And this is Lori Ann, and we have had another little whirlwind between our last podcast and this podcast, if you don't remember. Grizz and I found a beautiful home up in d'Alene We're so excited, and it's on Hope Road. And since then, and I love that it's on Hope Road, Hope Avenue. Actually, it's on Hope Avenue. We're so excited that we found a beautiful home with the angel numbers, and just excited about the moving process. We've got movers coming, and we're we're ready to go. And between all of that, Bailey and I went to Las Vegas. And we found a house on Paradise, a, re- a an apartment on Paradise Avenue. Mm-hmm. So that was really kind of magical
1: as well. We we went out to Sin City. And Sin City. Sin City and got wild. We found Paradise. Uh, yeah. um, met <laughs> we did my not brother, get wild. Met my brother out there. And, yeah, we prayed and said, because I, I don't want to really, I didn't, wasn't feeling in the mood to go bop around and, you know, look, I just wanted to find, go to one place and find it and that be that. And we prayed and asked the night before and asked. And that's exactly what happened. We went to the first spot and it was like exactly what I was looking for, exactly where I was wanting it in the price range I was wanting. Um, And like, it was so funny because the leasing agent,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: was so sweet, so sweet, and then, because we always look for spiritual breadcrumbs, and saw the place, loved it, um, felt really comfortable in it, because I always, you know, it's super important for me personally, because I'm so sensitive energetically, that I can't just, like, look at a place online, and I have to be able to feel mm-hmm. the energy of it, and feel how it, you know, where If I feel inspired or creative or if it kind of makes me feel claustrophobic or maybe depressed, honestly, um, I'm so freaking sensitive to places. And so, um, yeah, it felt really good. was walking back down and this little angel, another spiritual breadcrumb, comes hobbling by and her name was Camille. And she actually ended up reminding me of my grandmother who passed away but was... I loved her. She was so sweet. We would go over to her place and we would drink coffee at 8 p.m. and just talk all night and go down to the Denny's that was open 24 hours and order mozzarella sticks. And she was just, she was like the black, she was on my dad's side. She's like the black sheep of the family, like just in the best of ways. In the best of ways and was. Yeah, just such a love. Like, I always felt unconditionally loved by her. Like, it makes me want to cry a little bit because she was just always, like, so proud of me. And this lady that came out of nowhere reminded me so much of her. And she ended up talking to us in the hall for, like, 30 minutes. And she's like, my my room, my apartment is right over there. If you ever need anything, I'm up all night and and like (laughs) told me all the best spot, like all the best Goodwills in town. And on Tuesdays, look for the red tags because those red tags are 50 percent off. And like she's like, you have I've been staying here for 25 years. I love it. It's the best place in town. So it was just funny because and then she goes uh, to Kayla, who's a leasing tenant. She's like, do, "Are you sure there's not any open places around my my side?" Because she's gotcha. kind of on the other side of where I'm going to live. And she goes, "You double check. You do, How am I supposed to see you?" And I'm like, "Camille, I'll walk down these stairs every time." Like it was so 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 sweet, and it was just really nice because I, you know, community and the people that surround me, no matter where I'm at, is so important to me. And and just to have that piece of comfort, just meeting her and talking to her for so long, and her reminding me of somebody like my grandma, that meant so much to me, and I felt so seen by, was just so, it just felt like I was on, I was making the right decision, and mm-hmm. on the right path, and and my mom, and me, and Levi, it was so funny, we've all had our moments of feeling squishy, because though I was getting to a point while living at my parents, where I was getting to that end point, I'm like, all right, I need to move on, like I need to, to get my own place again, and kind of you get into my own energy and let my parents have their time. <laughs> um, I feel like we're now kind of realizing that our little short term commune has been a commune is coming to an end and we're all so close and we all understand each other so well and support each other so well. So yeah, it's been like a, a roller coaster of emotions lately. Like I'm tearing up right now. I feel like the past couple of days I can cry on a dime. Um, so I feel like allowing myself to purge and process and be excited, but also allow myself to grieve a little bit because it's the ending of a chapter and a new beginning, which is so exciting. Um, but yeah, just knowing that I think anytime you wrap up a chapter, it's kind of like, okay, like, you know, you kind of think about, man, I wish I would have just slowed down a little bit or been appreciative, not like been so eager because I knew it was going to come the day where I'd leave eventually so yeah I don't know it's kind of like a mixture so we're moving next week which is I have so much to do oh and I wanted to talk about this because I really think it's super important and it's so funny how the universe really supports you when you're making transitions if you if you notice what offerings it's giving you like for example for me I I do breath work. Um, whenever I do my breathwork practice, normally it's a 10 to 15 minute breathwork. So it's kind of like an energetic hygiene, like keep up, right? But it's not a deep dive. Um, And the last time that I really did a deep dive was probably like two years ago. And it was like an hour and a half long breathwork session. And so much came up during that, like past lives. And and a lot of like feeling where there's density within my different energy centers and clearing. And it was very uprooting so um I've been feeling like for a while that I've been needing to do one of those sessions but I don't like to do them with myself I like to be have it facilitated by another um breathwork guide and so I can just experience rather than kind of
0: be in your head at all yeah and like um so
1: I just want to be carried through it and it just so happened while i was in vegas and i've been feeling this really 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 kind of build up within me it's kind of interesting it's almost like your yearly checkup and i have been way overdue for it and yeah on my instagram uh popped up that this really amazing breathwork guide like he travels all over the world um is coming to sacramento the day before i move and he's like it's a room full of 200 people and we all lay down and he guides us through um, an hour and a half long breathwork session and it's pretty intense. But yeah, it was just like, I'm like, of course it's the day before I leave. And so I immediately signed up for it and I cannot wait. And I think I need to, you know, just make sure that I take care of myself during this week and allow myself to journal or to purge and meditate, and, meditate your own work. and ground and to, to honor the process rather than rather than, than like just you know pack, pack everything up and get out the, out the door, door. I, really I really want to make sure, make sure that I create I a really like kind of tying up loose ends, ends energetically before taking, mm-hmm. before taking off so and I,
0: it it's, it's just so, so interesting, so interesting too because it's in All alignment with, with what's, what's happening astrologically would so next week on march 20th is um the spring equinox and it's also the new moon is happening it'll be happening in we're moving into pisces season which is an emotional season and um but it's moving it the new moon is going to be in sagittarius which is light and playful so a lot of you might be feeling what bailey is talking about as well which is right in alignment with what's going on in her life is cleansing purging releasing things that aren't serving you for the season because we're moving into the brand new astrological year of rebirth and spring and fresh starts and looking at things differently and also being able to release patterns or habits or things that are no longer serving you, including cleansing your physical space. So we are doing a lot. What Bailey is doing, she's doing the energetic cleansing, which I, I'm feeling pretty clear um, just because I've been really working on that, um, with all the things that, that I've been doing, um, with, you know, the Akashic records and all of that type of stuff. So I'm feeling really good about that, but I'm not feeling good about it in my home space. So I'm really wanting to get rid of so much stuff so that when we move up there, we're starting fresh, we're not bringing a bunch of old energy with us. So it's, which is so interesting because Levi who, if Levi knew he was the subject of our podcast at times, then he might he might want to pop on here and listen. But he is because it's so interesting. I love to use him as an example because he's been so in his Saturn return. But he said to me during um, our time in Vegas together because we were all together, we we're having so much fun. And just it for it, so everybody Saturn knows about, that, so that does it. it. Your, Saturn Your Saturn return,
1: return is, um. Is, within your chart, astrology chart, it comes around three times in your life. And the first one is between the ages of um, 29 and 31. And it's a planet that, you can almost think of it as a planet that is a maturing planet. Um, It matures you, it kind of up-levels you so that you can go into the next chapter. and kind of meet a a new new self, self, if that makes sense. sense. So sometimes sometimes it can be really challenging or really kind of like a death and a rebirth. You can have kids during it. It's kind of like a why in the road.
0: No, why in the road where you can pick the road of gracees and flow, or you can go take the road to the right and wrestle for a while. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah,
1: and it can your first one, which is the twenty one nine through the thirty one, they say is like the most challenging, and you're not really in adulthood until you go through your Saturn
0: return. And then what were what were the other two? Because everybody's gonna want to know what were the other two ages.
1: I believe it's fifty nine to sixty one. Um, is the second one i'm pretty sure that that's it and then the last one is 84 to 90. oh my gosh yeah Yeah, so so it's it's like like around um like like the the 59 to 61 is normally people are retiring or i just changed jobs yeah or like for example my mom switched (coughs) gears came out from like Like she she was kind kind of started started walking away from 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 mama boot boot camp camp, which she was was spending since 2001 since building, building that, that she built, she built that, that out and then in her second side return, return you started, started switching, switching more into expressing about your spirituality and, and then moved into creating rechurch the soul mm-hmm. huge, huge pivot, pivot. so, so if, if you can, can think, think back, back to those times you know and what was going on in your life there's normally something that is occurring that where you're you're your soul and the universe is trying to push you into a new stage in your life. And so Levi, as what my mom is was just
0: explaining, he was wrestling for a couple of years with um with lots of different things and um just got out of kind of a challenging relationship but that kept pulling him back. But it was a major karmic relationship and he was learning a lot through it. And then he told me just told me the other day while we were at this crazy haunted airbnb in most vegas which is a whole other story but we we have noticed that we've been getting a couple of haunted airbnbs which is which kudos to you for checking out the energy of, a, of an apartment before you just go move in because you just don't know what you're going to get so anyhow we we're in this airbnb but we were having so much fun and levi said you know, I'm feeling his birthday is actually on Monday. He's turning, he's turning 31, 31. 31. So he's coming out of his Saturn return. Coming out of Saturn. his Saturn return. And he, and he said, you he know, I'm starting to feel so, feel so much lighter. And he, and he said, I said, I feel like you know, this is, is going to be like one, one, one of my best years coming up because I'm just feeling so much more confident, which he was struggling with in the last, over the last couple of years. So I just, I love seeing... When, when you're aware, aware, and you know Bailey and I secretly know that he's super psychic. He is not, he's not, not owning it yet, but he's, but he's starting he's to starting to question, you know, and listen to a lot of the things that Bailey and I talk about. about. So, so it's, it's really interesting, interesting to see how it's all in alignment.
1: Yeah, and I want to add too because it's, it's so, so he p- turns 31, thirty-one next week, week and, it's and it's so interesting, interesting that he is. now towards towards this this end where he really really went went through a a major death death and rebirth major And and it was pretty heavy and it was pretty hard and it was very hard on his mental and questioning a lot of things and kind of digging deep into like a lot of shadow work um and then you know a week before his birthday he's finally like I feel like I'm you know I can breathe or I feel like I'm I'm really healed from a lot of that, and then the week of his birthday, after his sudden return is over, is when we're moving into that apartment together, and it's a whole new beginning, whole new chapter for him, and, and I just love that, you know, I love to, of course, like, play in the mystical world, and the, you know, the unseen, but it's so cool whenever you really start to understand it, and 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 keep tabs on it and and when you see it manifesting manifesting into reality because it it is mm -hmm. all around us it's It's all within within us and so that was really cool you know and i Mm -hmm. think so many people that i know right now are feeling so much high energy within this march and Mm -hmm. then this springtime and i think that there is a huge um common theme among like Like we're needing needing to purge and we're needing to to really release. If you're feeling heavy or emotional, if this is resonating with you, I really encourage you to find a practice or find a modality that allows you to just let go and to maybe sweat or maybe cry or get angry um, because I think that that is really important during this month and to allow yourself to really Come from a space of feeling clear and go into this this next astrologic you, astrological year, um, being ready to plant from a place of clarity, you know, and not pulling what's not needed, um, pulling it forward with you.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it's so it's so re- so cool to see it all happening. You know what can be challenging for me as a mom. If there's any other moms out there listening, is to watch your child go through the Saturn return. And just go and just sitting back and allowing allowing the lessons to be learned, and not trying to control it or manage it or make the decisions for them, because then they're not getting the full the full breadth of the lesson. And even if you're seeing your child face plant a few times, you know it's honor their journey. Just just mom to mom, just I want you to know that if you try to learn the lesson for them you're not going to be allowing them to to learn you're not trusting them with with the lesson and you're also gosh I just love honoring the journey honor their journey let them let them fail so that later on they they've learned the lesson and they come out that much stronger so easier said than done but super super necessary so I just wanted to say that mhm and so another theme that we were realizing within
1: March, and we listened to, if we've mentioned him on here before, Lee Harris does energetic updates. And and he mentioned something that I've been really playing with. Like I, I did a live on Recharge Your Soul Instagram in December, and I was explaining within the live like when, how to... Not because I feel like the word love and not just the word love but the feeling of love, the act of love, the vibration of unconditional love is so powerful. But people think that love, the feeling of love, only mainly comes from, um, or like the most important place that it can come from is a romantic partnership like that's whenever you have like that ultimate soulmate love that that's like the highest tier of of pulling that in but I love the idea because it is so important to to have a heart space that is open to pulling in love from all different aspects and to know that they're all equal and that there's different relationships all around us that are, that are filling us up with that feeling of love because it's so important, we'll get into it later on, um, to feel filled up with love. and Because then when you're, you're feeling full and, and not depleted, and also I want to let you know that love can be given to you easily through self-love. And through your practices and through what you listen to and putting on that fun song and dancing and having a skincare routine, eating good foods, all those are ways of filling yourself up. So when we're in this beautiful uh, relationship of giving love and pulling in love and giving love and pulling in love so we're feeling full and abundant in all these different areas, it's a beautiful way to attract in and manifest in this life you become like a magnet your aura changes you look different you you start pulling in things from a space of abundance and it really is that simple and so but i don't think that we talk about it ever um like even at the grocery store having the clerk like having a full-on conversation with the clerk and and seeing how they're doing, and laughing, or those are all spaces of love. And so I was talking about it with my mom, because in the yogic philosophy, there's a thing called kleshas, and it's around the heart chakra, and um, they're basically, there's scars from the past that are, that affect our heart chakra, or our heart center, our heart space, that our heart chakra, for anybody that doesn't know, is a space where we we, you know, receive love, give love, but it also is a place that honors our dreams and our desires. Kleshas come in, they're scars from the past, things that have happened that hurt us. Maybe we got betrayed, maybe we were scared, we were shut down. So we build these walls and we build these protective mechanisms because it's painful when that happens. So we don't want it to happen again. But what happens when we we create those and those kleshas appear, those scars those walls, is that we block ourselves off from seeing clearly, and so we can't pull in or recognize when an opportunity is presented to us or maybe it's a person or maybe it's um, a desire, whatever it may be, because we're
0: blocked off. Does that make sense? We can't see clearly because we're in protective mode. And it's also not just pulling in love, but it's also receiving love, like allowing... Yourself to be loved, like one of your one of your things might that you might say that causes interference, which we talk about a lot when the Akashic Records is interference would be something like I don't trust, so I no longer trust, which could come from what Bailey's talking about, one of the scars of the heart. Now you now one of your blocks or your interferences would be I don't trust, so I will not receive that love, and. It's really interesting how that can manifest in in your life, because if you're creating these interferences with the true expression of love, what that means is that you, when it comes to your dreams and desires, you, you come from a lack of, of worthiness, thinking, I'm not worthy to have that, or who am I to achieve that, or who am I to have that? And it can create all kinds of issues, like with money blueprint issues, like thinking, that you don't deserve you can only make so much money and you might notice sometimes how that would can manifest in your life or show up in your life is that your money burns a hole in my pants anytime that that might be something that you say every time I have get to a certain point earning a certain point of money um, monthly you might do something to sabotage it or you might overspend or end up you know throwing it away or losing money or sabotaging the job that's actually going to be offering you a income that maybe you don't feel worthy of. so it really is very very, so interesting how that can block you know this abundance that is just unlimited because money is energy love is energy and so is worry and doubt and fear all of that is energy and you want to try your best to live in a place of love, self-love, at the highest of all the loves, so you can receive all the other, all the other types of love that are out there. So, and it will actually really open up your heart to, because you're to romantic love, mm-hmm. to love with your family, and pulling in maybe mm-hmm. even
1: going back to the romantic love. If you are single, pulling in and attracting and aligning with. The, the person that you actually feel you are worthy of, right? So when you open up, when you when you start to build and nurture your heart center and this space of of love no matter where you're at or what you're doing, uh, you start to like my mom was talking about, build your self-worth, your self-confidence. And from there you start to pull in a partner that is now going to to nurture that even deeper. Right, versus when you're pulling in a partner from a space of lack or a feeling, like when you're not nurturing that self-love spot, when you're not valuing all of the other spaces of love that that feed into you, you'll start to pull in a partner from a space of lack um, rather than from a space of feeling abundant and feeling like they're going to add more abundance into your life.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it really... So working on that and and healing your heart chakra, healing your your self image, working on all the different different parts of that. So it would be your soul, how you envision your soul, how you envision, how you envision how you love and accept your body, a huge part of it, and also um how you honor honor just like the simple things about taking care of your mind, taking care of your body, and doing all the things that you that are super necessary to love yourself. Like you were talking about like self washing your face, taking care, having a good skincare routine, nourishing your body, doing all the things that you know that are necessary for you to be happy. Um and then then at times you might fall off the wagon and go what happened? Why am I self sabotaging? Like what what's going on with me? I I'm working on this. So don't be hard on yourself in the process.
1: Mm-hmm. There was this one um, podcast I was listening to, and she was saying that I she writes herself love letters in the morning, and I like that idea. And I was telling myself in the gym today when I was listening to it, I was like, I'm going to start doing that. And it doesn't have to be anything, you know, big or small. But that's a beautiful way to feed love into yourself first thing in the morning. Write a couple of sentences about what you're needing to hear or what you're needing to remind yourself of. Like, look at how far you've come. You know, look at the kind of friend you are. Look at the kind of coworker you are, how you treat yourself. Write yourself a love letter. pour into yourself first thing in the morning. And then see how that kind of manifests and attracts throughout your day. And, and just notice how it feels to be in that state of compassion and understanding and grace and enjoy enjoyment and fascination of this life like all those are other terms I feel like for love Uh, it's in this higher vibration this higher mindset and from there you start to tap in and you start to pull down and and line up with with things that your soul is really desiring rather than shutting down those those desires and and kind of keeping your head under the covers or not wanting to be seen because you're protecting
0: yourself. Getting in alignment with your higher self mm-hmm. and what she would want for you. You know what this, um, it's really interesting because I was thinking about this, Bailey, when you were just talking about that, about um, Mama Boot Camp. I would sometimes do do different things on Saturdays, especially because it's always my biggest boot camp and... One was that one activity would be writing a, a thank you letter to themselves. Another one was um, I gave would give them um, index cards and they would write down things that they liked about themselves. I said, you just need to write three things that you love about yourself, whether it, whether it be that you created three children or you love your smile or you think you have a generous heart or whatever. Write three things. Maybe you love your legs. You know, write three things that you love about yourself. So. I did this on a Saturday, and I, I handed them out, and there was there was probably about I don't know about fifty something women at this boot camp, and handed out all these cards, gave them colored markers so they could you know have fun with it, and they were all um, all writing, and then there were two ladies who were um, on opposite sides not writing, and so I went up to them and I said what um, what's going on, and both of them gave me the same answer, and they said they started crying and said i don't there's nothing that i love about myself Mm -hmm. and i was just like looking at them going i can tell you 10 things right now that i love about you and i was telling them but you know the thing is is that we haven't they weren't taught and we aren't taught to how to love ourselves how where do you start like when you write a love letter you're going to go well what what do i have to say to myself that i love about myself well, start with the easiest thing. Like, what do other people say about you? Maybe maybe ask your best friend what she loves about you or your daughter or your mom or a co-worker that you're close to. And one of your best friends, like, ask them what they love about you. Get some help if you need some help with that because you have to start somewhere. It's necessary for you to live your best life, to really be able to honor yourself like you, like you want to. I mean, you come here on this earth. I, I believe for three reasons. I think every single soul on this earth comes here for these three reasons to love, to learn and to grow. So as you're growing and loving yourself, you're learning what you can love more about yourself. So ask for help. And then and then if you still don't believe it, remember, we've done a ton of um, podcasts on this, but please start with some affirmations. You may not believe it. You might go, no, that's not true. You're so stupid. You're so fat or say something like that. I just had one of my clients today call herself a dummy. Like uh, to me in coaching, she said, I'm just a dummy. And I said, please, please, let's rephrase that and find another way to say that you're still learning, that you're still growing you're not a dummy. So, and then we talked about all the reasons why she was smart and all the things that she had done that were so smart. So whatever you focus on expands. So she had done, she started her own business. She has this thriving practice. She has um, smart children. She just bought a house as an investment. I mean, she's super smart and she was calling herself a dummy. I was, and I so we re-looked at it. So she had to reframe it, which is what I would like for you to do. Reframe it and go go about it differently because you're undoing things that you were taught that are not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
1: think that, you know, within a lot of our retreats and our work, what we've been noticing is, and we've talked about this so many times on here too, but there's a huge amount of generational healing and generational trauma and And generational undoing that That is going... I love
0: generational undoing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That is going on. And Mm -hmm. because there was a lot of things that are common within a lot of people within my mom's generation and around there, that you guys have a lot of similarities in the mindsets that were... uh, That were programmed into you You ideologies ideologies that you didn't didn't get get to choose choose. you didn't have a choice because when you come into this world the thing is is that you know those generations your parents your grandparents they were all taught the same thing so a massive respect for your my mom's generation and around there like it, it goes up until the 30s and you know and also there's people my age that are doing generational trauma um like drawing the line in the sand but it's hard work but know know that that you get get to to choose choose. it is a choice you got to choose what you you want want to continue continue with you know and what's what's not not feeling feeling good good anymore and 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 really like like, this this life life is so fascinating and And so it gets gets to to be so 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 good good. and you don't have have to necessarily change anything about yourself or wait until you're a certain size or until you get that certain job or you find that certain love you can start loving yourself unconditionally right now and give yourself grace for maybe the mistakes that you've made in the past or feeling like you should be in a certain space by now and and to know that that is all not how it needs to be it's it's a it's a pressure and i'm reading this book called do nothing it's a lot of our society nowadays It is this go, go, go mentality and achieve, hustle, grind within the workforce, within so many things. And so to know that and to know that it's subtly been um, ingrained within our nature and it's like this invisible constant push to be doing, maybe you just need to take a pause and breathe and recalibrate and attune back to yourself, to you. And so how does that look? You know, what does that where is it maybe just a bubble bath and putting your phone in the other room or is it calling a friend is it having a good cry there's so many different ways that we can pour into ourselves and then from there we can start pouring into others and we can start pulling in and start to change these old bad habits or these old neural pathways that that aren't serving us yeah I was about to say that aren't serving you so yeah I just think that love is really I do think that we come into this world as love and then the world kind of starts to get noisier, ingrained into our minds and tries to dim that and so we get we get start to light it up again and when we're lit up people notice that and people are like oh my god what is she doing or what is he doing or I want to be around that it's that it's I I notice whenever people are lit up and I love being around that energy, you know? And so we gotta be examples for those around us so we can create a brighter world and and continue with these shifts because the planet is going through a huge conscious shift right now and we are a part of it and it's so exciting and you who are listening to it is a part of it and yeah, we gotta choose to be along for the ride or choose to kind of,
0: man, sleepwalk. And love is the ticket to the magic carpet ride. magic carpet ride. I'm telling you, that's how, how it honestly feels. Like the more love that we feel in our heart, it's crazy how it just gets like more grace ease and flow and life just gets better and better.
1: Better and better.
0: So we're so grateful that you joined us on this, on our magic carpet ride today. This little podcast about love and opening up the heart chakra and really um how to bless and release and move through interference that's getting in the way little heart scars that we need to um just take care of ourselves Mm -hmm. so they don't get in the way of what you really want yeah so you're worthy and you're you deserve it
1: yeah yeah all the good things we love you guys and thank you for listening and and give yourself some grace and some self-love today
0: maybe write a letter oh write a little love letter So we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.